Hey, Numana, are you still drinking? Yeah. Have you found a job yet? No. How are you getting by? Oh, Namana sell house, Namana sell car, Namana sell El Drazi Spawn. Yeah. Well, what, what, what are you gonna do now? Oh, Namana sell sword. Wallet Well, we finally decided to get around to doing another show. So welcome to episode five. This is Jack the Band, and with me this week, there's two people. Yo, yo. That's the dude. That's the noob. So we did wait a little bit longer on this episode, and the main reasoning behind that was is that we wanted to uh, go to the Rise of the Eldrazi pre-release and see what it brought for us. Uh, For me, it brought great things. We'll be getting into that shortly. How about for you, dude? Uh, for me, it brought a lot of caffeine and little sleep and some decent cards with no wins. And you, Noob? Uh, wow. I don't remember what my ultimate record was, but I took eighth place. How many people were in our flight? Like 22 or something? 24, 24. I think. 24. Yep. I won two packs. Yeah, two packs is good. I uh, won 12 packs. I took first place. Very, very nice. I uh, went for I went 5-0. and oh. There were five rounds in our... In our pre-release, and I uh, was able to go five rounds and not lose a round, which was stoked. Huzzah! Huzzah! It was the best I've ever done in a sealed environment. How'd that nice. do your DCI ranking? I don't know. I'm I'm waiting to see. I can't wait until it gets posted. I should actually be pretty close to a sixteen hundred again. So I'm I'm pretty stoked about that. Uh, what did you play? I played a primary black red deck uh, with a little bit of green. Uh, two cards splashed green. I did it primarily for the spawn tokens. Those cards were uh, Nest Invader, oh, yeah. which is a great card. It's a two-two bear. Plus you get a plus you get an extra mana. I really like that card. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, Growth Spasm was the other card that really set it off for me. Uh, was uh, you know you search your library for a basic land and you get a free mana creature. So that was pretty good. I, I liked that. And, uh, beyond that, you know the I had other spawn increasing. I I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I kn- oh. I know, I know. It, it's Dude, exciting. You did to go- good. You kicked ass. It's true. Uh, I I owe it all to Sarkin. Do you owe it all to Sarkin? Yeah, that's, that's yeah. And I the- watched Sarkin devastate players that I thought were going to kick everybody's ass. And you know, it's that it's that uh, that that getting rid of that la- that hesitation, that lack of hesitation, where you're like. You know, I need to step up to the next rung, and in order to do it, I'm going to have to send this little kid home crying. And you just, bam, you smack those kids. But did he cry? The little kid you Did you make him cry? No, actually what he said to me was, oh, and your deck gets the big middle finger. And then, and then the best thing. So, so the whole the whole reality is is that I actually beat the thirteen year old that usually beats everybody, and we're pretty convinced is a cheater anyway. But he may not have cheated this time is because he, I actually beat him. Is he thirteen? Yeah, I think he's thirteen. Is he thirteen? Okay. So 
I think you should get 60 card sleeves printed up with a big, gigantic middle finger on the back and swap <laughs> your cards out every time you play them to just play those sleeves against him. That's not a bad idea. That's a great idea. You should print those sleeves, man. <clears throat> I'll, I'll look into that. Sure, let's take a look. Coming soon to Dredging for Humor. <laughs> middle finger sleeves. Yes. <laughs> I'm all for it. Visit our cafe press store online. Cafepress.com slash Dredging for Humor. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, Sarkin was a main part. He actually won most of the games for me. I think that it was his speediness, his his ability to kill on turn 6, turn 7, uh, with a little bit of pre, pre-round damage that really made it happen for me. Uh, I did get some Eldrazi, too. I got Ulamog's Crusher, Artisan of Kozilek, and the Pathraiser of Ulamog. And I was able to get uh, the Artisan in a couple of times. Uh, which worked out. I was able to get him in and bring back a creature. My my deck was fairly creature light. I only had twelve or thirteen creatures, including the Eldrazi in my deck, so yeah, that was a little rough. But I had a great removal suite. You know, like the uh, that's the main reason that I decided to go black. There were just a lot of good cards in black. I mean, granted, Sarkin made me go black red before anything else. I actually looked into blue. I had more blue cards than anything else. I looked through them and I thought to myself I could build a pretty decent blue deck but then looked at Sarkin and he forced me to look back through my red and black and that's when I realized that I had five removal spells in red and black most of them being black and Induced Despair is a phenomenal card especially when you have an Eldrazi in hand you're doing, you know, they're negative 11, negative 11, negative 8 negative 8, whatever it may be even for small spells you don't have an Eldrazi in hand I I used my Nest Invader multiple times for his two casting costs to get rid of something small early on uh, then, but the, the key player for, uh, black removal was consuming vapors. I think that consuming vapors was huge at the, uh, gain life and forcing them to get rid of two creatures and played perfectly. You're gaining huge amounts of life and they're losing the two big things that they just barely got into play. So I that was a game changer for me. Yeah, if they sack their tokens and don't have all that BS on the board to get eaten up before you get to the meat of the matter, yeah. Right. Now, I heard you say you got the Artisan out. I mean, did you, were there games where you, like, you had the Path Razor? Were there games where you couldn't get to it, where, like, you lost with the Path Razor in hand? Uh, not really. Uh-huh. They, my Eldrazi only showed up. It was really interesting. It was like they knew when to come, you know, like, they they would show up just as I needed them. So, so yeah, it was uh, the game that I actually got the Path Razor into play. I was had the guy had got me down to one life, and with a couple of serious top decks to remove his creatures. I think it was at the Consuming Vapors. No, it couldn't have been because I was still at one life. Uh, I cannot remember what it was, but it, I was able to start turning the game. I got the Path Razor into play. Was able to block his attackers that he had coming after me. And started laying into him with the path razor, and that was the only time that I actually beat somebody with one of the Eldrazi. It was his. Oh, annihilate. was that that guy with the other black red deck? Yeah, the guy with yeah. the other black red deck. When he was burly, I mean, he had he had gotten the. That the, was one of the guys that I totally thought that was going to just dominate. Right, he was using his one drop levelers so well. Yeah. Just hugely, he had a couple of black one-drop levelers and was just pumping them up perfectly, using his mana absolutely just perfectly, right. and then waiting. And if I got rid of those, then he'd have one waiting and backup in his hand to do the same thing to again. Mm. I mean, I only used one level up, and it was just because it was the only black one I had. I think if I would have had some of those one-drops, they would have made the curve much quicker than some of the other cards in my deck. But I, I had that Narcana Cutthroat, and he... uh he was helpful. I put him in there because of the death touch and because I was in black. But not only that, he's just a burly creature. 
you know? First strike and death touch, baby. <laughs> yes, nothing better. How do better. you go wrong? Right. But uh, speaking of levelers, that was what Newbie's deck was primarily built around was leveler. Why don't you talk about your deck for a minute? Sure. Halimar Wave Watches, man. Early out. Awesome. Zero three for two. That at level one, that only costs two. It goes to a zero six. I mean, what a brilliant defender! And I had, I think I had six total. I was running six total levelers, and I also had the training grounds and the venerated teacher to back them up, right? To get those counters on them. And I was also running a time of heroes <clears throat> to give all creatures with level counters plus two plus two. So there was some pretty darn good leveling synergy. And having two of the wave watches was awesome. So I could like do a lot of defense. I had a Knight of Cliffhaven, so I had flying in there. I had a cutthroat for death touch. Uh, Outrider, you know, Vidge, more of a wall. And the Enforcer. The Enforcer was the other one. The wave watch gets uh, Island Walk at its ultimate and is a 6-6. Six, six. And the Enforcer is a 5-5 five, five at its ultimate, which is 3+. Plus, and it can't be blocked except by black creatures. And Dude was pointing out earlier that... Artifacts can't block it. It doesn't have intimidate. It has can only be blocked except by black creatures. Uh, uh, that was the band pointing that oh, out. Was that the band pointing that out? Yeah. Sorry, I thought the dude pointed that out. Take credit where credits due. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you got to get it right. I, I love that he can't be blocked by uh, artifact creatures or Eldrazi. He can only be blocked by black creatures, which of course means he can be blocked by a vampire nighthawk, and right. the same thing exactly. happens. Yeah. But if they're not playing black or have no way to become black, he he could be pretty powerful. That's when the Umbra came in. The Umbra was, uh, the, the Hyena Umbra was a just clutch for first strike. Oh. Yeah. And then on top of that, I had a little removal. I had a couple Vendettas, which was really nice. Um, I was splashing red, green, and um, white intermittently, although I held on to the white for the most part. Uh, narcolepsy, stagger shock, had one of the annals, but, and I had consuming vapor like you had, but the best was the conscription. Oh my god. That yeah. card. The Eldrazi. Yeah. I know you hate auras, dude, but wow. It's an Eldrazi aura. It's an Eldrazi aura. Plus 10, plus 10, trample and annihilator 2. Oh my god. Yeah. Actually, before we started recording this show this evening, uh, Nubie and I sat down and played a game. And I thought I, I thought I had turned the game around completely. I had, I'd hit him with a consuming vapors, got rid of two creatures that were just crushing me at the time. Had gained, I think I went from what six life to twenty one or seventeen life. Mm-hmm. I had gained a bunch of life off my consuming vapors yep. and dropped one of my Eldrazi, which he narcolepsy. He put the narcolepsy on, yep. and I had another Eldrazi in my hand. And was able to bring it out the next turn, mm-hmm. and he puts the conscription, the Eldrazi conscription, on there and crushed me. Yeah, I put for yeah, seventeen. Was, what was yeah? Doing? I hit you for seventeen on the wave watch four. because that was your only block. Because you had attacked me the turn before, on your turn. You had the one Eldrazi tapped because of the narcolepsy, and the one Eldrazi open. Did you have the nine nine out, or was yeah. no? I had the uh, the I had the uh, artisan. Which one did you you? You slept the, you narcolepsied the artisan, and then I dropped Pathraiser. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I had a vendetta in my hand. I had left one black open. I was at 14 life, and I vendetted the goddamn Eldrazi. Took nine, and then took that got rid of his only blocker and hit him for 17. Which, which took me to four. I was at 21, yeah. so he hits me for 17, takes me to one. I top deck Ulamog's Crusher. But all I have out there is a Brood Hatchling and uh, 
or, uh, or excuse me, a Nest Invader and uh, Ulamog's Crusher, which could have blocked for ten of the trample, but he could get over it for seven more trample, all because of the conscription. <laughs> yep. It was filthy. So what about your experience? You actually went down to San Jose, dude, right? Yeah, yeah. I went down to Superstars, and they had a uh, midnight uh, pre-release. And, uh, you know, uh, parts of it were really cool. And parts of it, if I could do over again, I would do a little more correctly. Uh, But, you know, it was a learning experience. That's my first big, big pre-release. And, well, okay, so one thing that had happened, right, was... Uh, we had opened our packs, and, um, well, actually, there's another story about that, but anyway, um, right after we'd opened up our packs and built our decks, and we still had, like, ten minutes left to building our decks, I, I had actually had this amazing, uh, red-white-blue deck, I, uh, opened a Gideon Jura, and, um, I was like, I've got this deck down, it was sick, it had these flyers, it was just gross, and when I wandered outside to smoke a cigarette, um, this priest came up to me, and he's like, uh... You're playing at the pre-release, right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, look. He's like, I want to tell you about a little boy named Timmy Monahan. And Timmy Monahan wanted to be at the pre-release tonight. Um, but Timmy Monahan couldn't be here because his mom got hit by a car. Cool. And he's with her in the hospital right now. But he has his deck and he wanted somebody to play it. Would you play Timmy's deck in the pre-release? And I'm looking at my Gideon Jura and I'm like... Here it is, man. This is how I'm gonna like. I'm gonna come away with money at this thing, and I, I, I did it. I took Timmy's deck, and I'm like, yeah, and I put my deck away, and and all I gotta say is, little Timmy's deck was crap, man. It had a <laughs> bunch of walls, like no attackers. How many cards? It was like seventy four. Wow. Are, are, you, are you pulling my leg, dude? Yes. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, if, if I haven't looked through dude's deck, but he doesn't seem very impressed with it. He doesn't at all. No, my deck was really sad, and I wish I could push it off on the Catholic Church, but they won't take it either. <laughs> right, of course you can, not. You can push the box I, I sh- I sh- on the church. I showed up. I'm trying to slip it in, you know, like the, the, the box, you know, for the... Anyway... The alms. You're giving yeah. your deck for alms. Well, you know, I'm just like, you know, for people that don't have decks of their own, you right. can donate, you know, sure. and they're like, no, we don't want that deck. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> oh, that's, that's they're like, you can't even get rid of that deck at your average waste dump. You have to pay. You have to pay to get rid of that oh, deck. Oh, come on. You beat me again. Actually, yeah. It had its moments. It was just, a, it was, a, it was, it was a... It was a dumb green, um, uh, green white bombs. Uh, just that was it. I opened uh, Skittering Invasion and uh, the uh, uh, Hand Eldrazi card. Mm-hmm. So it was like, eh, I ran them both. Uh, ran. I got the Angel, uh, the Indestructible that gives Indestructible for the two white. Oh yeah, uh, Angel of the five seven. Yeah. Uh. She, if, and the seven booty is obviously very nice, but it does make you want to use her as a wall a little bit more because of the... Right. Right. So, um, got that. And then uh, uh, the the big MVP card that I was happy every every time I played it was the um, Momentous Fall. Momentous Fall is, is when I saw that card on the spoiler, I'm still salivating over that card. I, I, would that? Have, I was probably just as happy to open that card, maybe what? a notch less than if I actually had have opened a Gideon Jura, because that was the card that 
really piqued my interest when I was. So it's a white card, right? Momentous. Green. Fall. Oh, it's a green card. Uh huh. And what? Oh, it's what does it do? It it's a sorcery, and uh, when you cast oh, it, it is you a sack sorcery. A, yeah, I thought it was an instant. No, it's not an instant. Uh, you you sack a creature, and then you uh, draw cards equal to the creature's power, and you oh, gain yeah, oh, life yeah. equal to its toughness. Of course, it's that big green draw spell. Yeah, that's huge. That's it's massive. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm I mean I'm not a, I'm a massive green guy. I mean I I love watching green played well. I don't play it very well. Not the way that green should be played. Not Connolly Woods way you would play green. Mm-hmm. But um, but um, yeah, no, I I can I the terrible player that I am can see the immense value in that card. That to me just seems to be one of those cards that people are going to slowly start talking about and What's be talking cost? about like for a while. Three, four, or four. It's two green and two colorless. Oh, okay. But, you know, it, one creature, now obviously Mill's a problem. You know, you don't want to get too right. greedy. But um, at the same time, it's, it's I have n- I've been able to cast that spell in all the games I've been playing with the new Eldrazi, with this deck that I built at the five at the, at the pre-release. Um, I, I have not once regretted casting that spell, nor sacrificing the creature that I chucked right. to the graveyard, big or small. Yeah. Smoky Bear or Snuffleupagus. Equal, it's, <laughs> it's equal to the power? Um, it's cards uh, Cards equal to the power, uh, gain life equal to the toughness. Yeah, so it's a draw and life gain. That's just gross. Right, which is, which is I mean, my when I first saw that card, what I'm, what I'm thinking in my, in my head is like, ideally unblockable Bant, unblockable Exalted, where you're just making that super huge, biggie, fat creature with all your Exalted triggers. Oh. And then you're just like, end of turn. Oh, you know, it's like, okay, I will kill my guy after he has hit you. Right. I'll take my one, one that was a five, five because of all the exalted on the board. So perfect card for band, especially small band. I mean, can you like, you look at how many cheap casting cost creatures are there in band, Mm -hmm. especially if you're playing white. So you've got your Crasson Squires and your Avon Sky, or not Avon Sky. Avon Squires. Avon Avon Squires, right? You've got... Plenty of others, Kasali Pride Mages. But anyway, so you have all these small, right, small, small creatures, little exalted dudes. and then you run in there for seven, and you draw sure. seven. Well, you gain know, seven, draw seven, gain seven, draw seven, and then you've got all these extra small exalted creatures. So you and probably another one. You do it again. Maybe the key card in that is Felidar Sovereign, because you're drawing deeply and gaining huge amounts of life. Okay, so you get the, your uh, your life gain angels, your four four life gain exalteds. Sure. Yeah, the battle grace. The battle grace is mm-hmm. right, and, and stoic uh, angels to keep them held back. You can slow it down just a little bit because if they do attack you outright, they're they're not able to untap anything but one, and that's happening for you too. But you're exalted, so in that aspect, me, I mean, those two angels on top of the sovereign and a bunch of little exalted dudes. A little, a little Rafik for oregano. A little, <laughs> <laughs> a little guilt spire avenger. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Ranger of Eos, you know, get those squires out, you know. All oh, right. You draw any of those. I mean, if you're drawing, if you're not drawing one of those things in seven cards. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. But, uh, it, it looks like we're getting about to where we need to take a break. Thank uh, God. Oh, I know. This, <laughs> this we going to talk about his deck, man. I know. And no, <laughs> yeah, just change the topic. As long as we're not talking about this piece of crap, I am so cool. <laughs> Good. Okay, well, we'll be back on the other side. Hey, band, guess what we're giving away this show? What are we giving away? We are giving away two very cool prizes to one winner who carefully listens to this very episode. 
to this very episode? This very episode, our big number five. And we're giving him... What are we giving away? We are giving away, drumroll please, two, count them two, online magic tickets to two. That's right, count them two hands belonging to one, count them one person who plays magic online and also listens to our show. I see. So so we're giving two tickets that I could draft with, with the three packs that I have right now, to some complete stranger, so that they can do whatever they're going to do with them online, like draft. Right, but you have three packs of World Wake, and by the time you end up drafting those, we're both going to be in our late senior years, the sun's going to be setting, and it's better to give those tickets right now to a dedicated listener of Dredging for Humor. Okay, well that sounds good to me. So so what it sounds like is we're going to give away two tickets to Magic Online. That's right, two whole tickets. To one person mm-hmm. with two hands. Mm-hmm. Who uses them to play Magic Online. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening now, we're going to be giving two tickets away. We'll give you details later in the show on how to get those tickets. It's kind of like a Dirty Willy Wonka. All right, well, we have returned, and for our next segment in the show is something that we hope to do in the future when M11 comes out and Scars of Mirrodin. What we're going to do now is we're going to look over the the card art. We want to kind of go over the card art from the cards we've seen and and talk about our impressions and feelings about the artwork on the cards from Rise of the Eldrazi. One of the things that Newbie and I were talking about during the break there was that we... uh, the the artificial light in the cards is really phenomenal. If you look at like Caravan Escort or or a Don Glare Invoker or uh, there's so many of them that just have this really strong, especially in the white, so many strong backlighting or fading light, just really strong artistic techniques. The Guardhounds at sunset. Yeah, exactly. You can definitely feel where that light is coming and then from. You got, that's why you got gray characters on the battlefield. Mm-hmm. I like disperse. Disperse. What is disperse? Is it blue? It's down there. It's right there. Oh, deprive. Oh, did mean? I say disperse? You I meant deprive. deprive. I There's can't a... read. Yeah, dis- deprive is great. Uh, you said it during the break also that it looked like he uh, got hit with a paintball. Mm-hmm. He does. He looks like he got hit with a paintball. It's a serious curse blat. But man, the art on that one is phenomenal too. It's just really well done. Oh, it's the, those are just my favorite kind of brush strokes. Well, I wonder if Izzy is a paint artist or if he's a digital artist, because that's kind of... Well, he might... He, it looks like he's a paint artist. Yeah. It's, it's startling. That's good stuff. Here's, I'd like to give a shout-out to Izzy for this card. Uh, a Deprive is a great card. So I've got a stack of cards here, the cards that I got from the, the pre-release. And I uh, thought we'd just kind of look through them and, and see what's there. Uh all right, let's see how much of this light contrast. Okay, we got dark and light. Yep, yep. Don 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 Glare Invoker, sure. Just fine. Yeah, guard duty. Yeah, guard duty. I like his cute little shield. He's like he's he's huge. He's got a cute little shield. It looks like a oh, that freaking is a shield. Looks like a freaking dodgeball. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I thought. I mean, come on. <laughs> you you want to play dodgeball? Yeah, yeah. yeah I want to. Uh, well, I can't. I can't. 
hit it back because I'm I've got defender, but um I'm telling you, buddy, you can't go in that <laughs> Actually, door right maybe, there unless we play some dodgeball. It's like ball. it's like your dad and he does have the dodgeball and he's like, <laughs> Quit playing that in the living room. <laughs> right. He's like, I'm, I'm done gonna with beat the ball. you with this stick. I'm holding the ball. You can't go play this in the living room. This is not a gymnasium. Uh <laughs> harmless assault? Yeah, you know, uh, that Eldrazi's looking creepy, dude. Eldrazi all seem to look pretty creepy. But they're all, I mean, look, they're implying that they're all colors at once. He's got green, white, red, blue, black. I mean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, he does. That's interesting. I never Isn't noticed it? that before. Yeah. Well, you know, you look at the spawn tokens. And the right. spawn tokens, like, they're little, they're little rainbow bright Eldrazi. Right. It's like, okay. Abalone Elementals. Abalone Elementals, totally, dude. <laughs> oh, field purists. Oh, that's man. gorgeous. Yeah, it's interesting oh. how many. It's interesting how many of the white cards are at oh. sunset, like that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Is that because the day is done for Zendikar? Is that the theme? Is that <laughs> yeah, the theme? I don't know. That's what I'm well, wondering. Shit, it's getting dark, man. We got the big things roaming the countryside, ripping everything to hell. And the hyena Umbra, the Umbras, they definitely look like uh, uh, Wonder Woman sitting in a, her invisible jet, which we mentioned on our last episode, mm-hmm. and then heard uh, some other podcast mention it as well. Isn't that right. awesome, though? Right. Yeah, it makes me wonder if they're listening. And if you are listening, <laughs> leave a comment. Yeah. Come on, leave a comment. Right. This is a community. Do it. We only cuss every other show. Come on. We love you too, man. Like, hey guys, <laughs> hate your show. We're going to crib your jokes. Thanks. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And speaking of cribbing jokes, crib swapping jokes, <laughs> you know, how about the eating poop thing that happened on, uh, you know, Monday Night Magic? It seems like we were talking a little bit about eating poop on one of our other earlier episodes. What does this have to do with artwork? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. A band is having a rant. Excuse me. The band is having a rant. I know that that's newbie's duty. No, no, no. It's 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 quite all right. I'm enjoying your rant because I, you know, I mean, you know, credit where credit's due, right? Right. Hello? Right. Come on. Just like we were the first people to interview Matt Nass. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know? That's right. And and it's just little. It's okay, man. You know, we're not as organized as some of these. Other yeah, guys. I know. Actually, we're halfway decent. But how long did it take for episode seven of Noob and the Dude to come out? Oh my well, God! I'm gonna bag on myself. I'm gonna do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> right on. <laughs> so so like you know like I'm, I'm noticing a Wonder Woman theme. Like, beyond the totems. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, you know how Wonder Woman, like, in comics history, has, like, this huge S&M? Like, they're like, yeah, the guy that created, like, you know, the first true feminine superhero kind of had a thing for whips and chains. And you can kind of see it in, like, the truth lasso and a lot of timey up, timey down. Dude, I'm looking at, like, core line slinger. I'm just, I keep seeing, like, all these ropes and, like, (laughs) bonding things and, like, tentacles and ropes. (laughs) Like, somebody was into dangly things. Like, Uh, like, tentacles and ropes. The the big things will have the tentacles and then we're going to tie down all of the regular core creatures. I wonder... (laughs) Did, did like Moreau rope, have a big hand in this set? Rope? Moreau? Oh, Moreau? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Oh, yeah, look at Smite. There's a lot of ropes there. Uh, they're trying to tie down the Eldrazi. Where's that one? Pathraiser of Emrakul. Or Ulamog, excuse me, the Pathraiser. Look, they're trying to tie him down as it goes. Maybe it's, yeah, Gulliver's Travels. That's what that card reminds me of. It's like, I'm getting up, you little people. I'm getting up. Wow. wow. Yeah, look, and he's just kind of... Yeah, so, I didn't even notice that they were trying to tie him down. That's awesome, man. Charles Dickens, rope, and Japanese food. 
Japanese food? Yeah. Oh, like yeah, there's sushi. all the sushi. Right, you know, it's like, they're like gigantic sushi creatures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the right. grab? Well, some of them. I am, I'm... sushi I'm looking at these two cards right here, though, Time of Heroes, and see they're all heading towards uh, Emrakul, it looks like, right there. Yeah. They're all, like, there's the yeah. captain, he's totally pointing. Yep. And this is, these are the guys <laughs> standing behind him. If, if you take out Time of Heroes and your stalwart shield bearers, so, so... <laughs> So you'll notice in Time of Heroes that the captain's totally pointing at Emrakul, and then the stalwart shield bearers are the ones that are just coming out of the forest, and they're like, oh, I don't know. Middle guy's really concerned. Yes. You know? They got archers, though. Uh, Yeah, I don't know how much that's going to do against Emrakul. So what is this little band of of ragtag heroes going to do? Cut off a tentacle? It's like, I hack me! (laughs) Get enough of them together, though, they can take them down. It's true. And if they leveled up, you know. Oh, sure. Yeah, that dude's totally like, that is not a spaceship, that is an Eldrazi, and we are going to cut it down. Yep. Yeah, that I'm sorry, War of the Worlds. That's what I'm seeing when I when I see like Emrakul hovering over battlefields. He's in another one too. Oh, in Eldrazi conscription. There's a big old freaking Emrakul like in the background. It's like, oh, oh, yeah, Emrakul's all over the place. Uh, yeah, actually, at the pre-release, it was really funny. Someone said to me, "I'm real, cool." I'm real, uh-huh. cool. I'm real, cool. And I was like, "Yep, yeah, maybe that's the name. Maybe that's yeah. the name." Mm-hmm. I'm real, cool, cool. I'm real. Um, we are real, or it depends on if you're playing, right? If you actually get him out, and you're like, I'm real, cool. <laughs> but, but, if, but if they're playing it, they're like, you're like, um, real cool. Yeah, I'm real cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, I noticed as opposed to like grown cards, this set had a lot of moan cards. Oh yes, like they would play it, and you're like, oh. Like it was weird. It was more of a moaner. That was more, more of a weep, actually. What you did there. Well, well, that's what I do when I moan. Oh, you weep. When you <laughs> yes, moan? I weep. When oh I moan. my god! Wow. Anyway, so so we're moving on. What about all these uh, level up white cards? I, I weep when I level up. <laughs> I, I, actually, I weep when I tap out. <laughs> uh, so so looking at what is up with all the giant beastie beasts that are all of a sudden like rideable? Oh yeah. You know, like the the Icarial. E, oh, they're, they're all on, they're all on steeds, aren't they? I cure all. I wonder if that's a pun. I, I cure all. I cure all. I cure all. No, but he doesn't give life or prevent damage. That's not. That's true. You know, I mean, he not, may cure not, all ills by like you know smiting and stuff, but um, you know, I, they're they're okay. I some of the levelers I saw were 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 really. Oh, we're talking about art. Yeah, we're talking about art. Sorry, I'm 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 still in stuck in play mode. I just well, found out. But this is a new kind of like. What about I magic love the design art? art. On the okay, well, yeah, that's that's a great thing. Was is that when I first saw the levelers, and I still kind of I'm just not nuts about the layout. Yeah, me either. I, I, have, I and yeah, the art I is agree. beautiful. It has nothing to do with the art. I love the I love the art. It's just the way that they've laid out the leveling up on the card. Just I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. It's interesting. I'm not sure. Interesting. Uh, the Merfolk Sky Scout and the Frostwind Invoker, both Merfolk. One's riding an eagle, one's riding a ray with teeth. It's Black Mantis. But the Halimar Wave Watch has been riding like a big old turtle or something. Yeah, interesting. There's a lot of giant creatures in here. And maybe that's the whole key, since we don't really know the whole story yet. Right. 
Well, how else is a, is a merfolk going to become a 6'6"? Six, six? Right. You know, it's like, it's on a steed. It's got zero three. 3 I just leveled up. Oh, I got a little beefier. Did, did you just dive into a little bit of flavor there? I did. Wow. So, so Because that's the kind right. of flavor I can get into because it relates to the numbers and how I can kill you. I understand. I get it. So, yeah, like the leveling up is the time that this guy's taken to learn how to, yes. to ride a turtle. Totally. Oh. And I can get into the flavor. You're right. God oh, that is a great idea. That's Why so cool. Why are you catching cool. me on that, dude? That totally blows my whole rant. Yeah. So, wait, you're paying oh, like wow. 10 mana into this guy so he can ride a freaking turtle? <laughs> that's exactly what I'm saying. Oh, bullshit, man. Walk. <laughs> <laughs> For 10 mana. No, man. I visited the training grounds. I buffed up, man. Like, I can, I can oh, get right. my guys, like, they're... Or can you taste poop now? Oh, I still taste shit. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Poop. Oh. That's what we got bit, because shit doesn't play. Right. 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 Oh, well. Sorry. Yeah, I'm the guy that swears on the show. <laughs> he has to beat me, actually. It's awesome. The, how about puncturing light? I, uh, she seems to... Uh, uh, is, is she really in pain? <laughs> Does light hurt when it pierces you? Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. Doesn't look... She looks like she is most unpleased. Yes. Try, yeah. Her face is contorted into a writhing agony of pain or battle cryage. Can't decide which one. So, <laughs> so, so I just looked at Smite. Okay, so here's my first thought on Smite. Is, uh, is, uh, look at him. It doesn't look like he just... the the, the what do you call those things? Kicked in the nuts? The, yeah, he, he got kicked in the nuts, didn't he? His eyes are bulging out. He's like, oh! Did you just say bull? <laughs> he got kicked in the balls. He totally got kicked in the balls. <laughs> he got kicked in the balls. He got kicked in the balls by a rope baron core. Look, rope! Maybe you're right about this, this feminine dominance thing. Dude, he's totally kicking him in the nuts. Yeah, totally. Totally. Oh! So, <laughs> so I'm kind of just flipping through this stack of cards I got. Have, have you come up with anything that you like to like to talk about, dude? Um, I, I got just a couple cards here. Um, I just of of mention, Nima Silt Lurker. Now, if you look at the face on the, I'm assuming that's a grazing glade heart. But if you look at the yeah. face on the uh, on the glade heart there, that's exactly my face right after I opened up my sealed pool, <laughs> which is somewhere in between concerned and worried. Yes, I, I can see that. I don't think I can jump fast enough, far enough. Yes, like, ooh. Or, or far enough, fast enough. I might be going home after the second round. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's definitely what that look is. That is that look. I do like, I like the lizard, though. The, uh, the lizard in that picture is uh-huh. awesome. I love the scales. And, and the broken teeth. Mm-hmm. Good, good job on the broken teeth. You know, not everything has to be sharp and pointing to be terrifying. That looks like he's been chewing on some kind of rock or something. <laughs> that's, that's pretty terrifying. <laughs> you know, I, I have no dental plan. <laughs> well, well, he's an American. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make a card for the Americans. <laughs> wow, interesting. Wow, I just flipped to, to Drake Umbra. And uh, dude is doing his best... Aquaman in the air impersonation. Aquaman in a Wonder Woman dragon invisible yes. plane. Yes. Hello, dude. She built him one. She's <laughs> like, Aquaman, I'm going to build you a dragon. It's going to be kind of invisible. <laughs> that's, that's But not really, so people know that it's kind of there and it look kind of shimmering. Well, well, you know that Aquaman was the fashion designer, right? Well, because he's always dressed in gold lame, yep. you know? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what about, you see anything that you'd like mm-hmm. to talk about? As yeah. you're flipping through, you know, do you remember that zombie, uh, like the, uh, it, like with the really wide mouth? There was a internet clip. It was a total meme that 
you would watch. It was like getting rickrolled by this zombie. That's mouth would go and like open up oh, way yes. wide. Oh yes. I'm looking at the conquering manticore going, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That reminds it, you of that? Totally. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's disturbing how wide open his mouth is. I can't quite handle it. They should make a Pez dispenser based on him. And I really want to make some sort of gay comment about the brimstone mage, but I just I can't bring myself to it because because there are kids listening. Right, right, yeah. You don't want to mention his hot glowing rod or... Uh, no, you really don't. <laughs> or the fact and that the, he's flaming. And that smoldering look in his eyes. Oh. <laughs> well, we better not mention that. Yeah. Not I really like that they gave merfolk legs. Yeah. That makes them so much more attractive. You know why? Because that gives them behinds. Yes, it does. Amen, brother. Speaking of behinds, uh, stagger shock. Right. I mean, look at those spikes. I mean, come on. Yeah. She has a really nice... Ass. Yes, and and man, I'm talking about artwork as though I want to screw it. But <laughs> the enclave cryptologist is she hot to you? Oh, look, she's in. She's like in a Turkish bath. Yeah. Ooh, and she's talking to something floating in midair. Yeah, you stick she's anything in a Turkish bath, and I'm down. Tutu Haysbear? Yeah, great time at that, that Turkish bath there. There's a Tutu Haysbear. He looked at me, asked if I uh, needed a happy ending. I said, sure, be greedy. You bring it up. And little did I know, I thought he was getting happy ending by winning the match. Only you can take a Turkish bath. <laughs> oh man anyway so so I see you got the battle rattle shaman over there yes and the only reason that's out is because that's exactly how my second opponent looked after I lost the round <laughs> yay yay yeah he's like doing this dance all the other players are like god that's just a stupid freaking dance but okay we'll get pumped actually isn't that a game rule violation you cannot do stupid dances on you one you can't one. I think that it's unsportsmanlike really? conduct I think that's actually a round loss what's what's Ralph doing it's the new meds <laughs> exactly <laughs> he's got spasms he's got spasms <laughs> Mm-hmm. What Gigantomancer? I yes. love that artwork. Oh, oh yeah. my god. The mantis? Whew. Just the mantis oh. hanging from the ceiling and like... This is where the giant beasts are coming from. Oh. Gigantomancers. Human chaman. I found some more rope, too. A bramble, uh, a bramble snap there. They uh, they like to use the rope to take down uh, the big creatures there because they're probably a little top-heavy, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I figured. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So would that be Gigantomancer? Gigantomancer. I am a Gigantomancer. Esta noche, my Tenemos una tarjeta que está bien increíble. Gigantomaster. Y Bramblesnap. So, <coughs> Mnemonic Wall is a great card. It looks like they're blowing sunshine up your rear end. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I gotta say about Jorga Tree Speaker... Speaking of wanting to do cards, don't want to do that. No. I I need she, to come she, she up. What's up, makeup? She got some yeah. makeup. Totally, she is she is totally from L.A. All right, the tusk color looks a little bit airbrushed, but uh, she's hanging out with beasts. I'm all about that. Yep, she's got some elephants. Oh, dude! Oh, and if she knows how to play with trunks. Yep, I'm saying. There's I, a lot of trunks in this game. I need to. I need well, to. I'm sorry. We're go gonna ahead. have to. We're gonna have to go to a break. We're running out of time on this little segment. We're gonna come back. I think we'll continue to talk about this. Oh, how come my garden won't grow? I need 40 tomatoes tomorrow for the 14th annual Fork and Bolt Pico de Gallo 
Mario Cinco de Mayo picnic. Did I hear you say you need a plant this instant? Uh, well, you should try County Fertilizers and Plant Supplements. Our line includes great products like Roots of Life to speed your plant's early stages. Giant growth formula to bring your plant to their full potential. You won't believe your eyes as the ground swells right in front of you. Our forced fruition flower sweller will make the fruit of your labor so plentiful that even your enemies will have handfuls. And finally, our Trace of Abundance Pest Protection Formula will shroud your land in a circle of protection, keeping it safe from mold, shamblers, and ice storms. Holy jumped up, Venge Vines. I need me some of that stuff. Does it work on plants of all types? Why, yes, of course it does. Anything you can grow. So go out and get our full line of awesome plant products, because we know what you need here at Calme. All right, and we're back, and we might as well dive right back in. Uh, come up with anything during the break? Uh, just more umbra action. Spider umbra is kind of freaky, dude. Freaky deaky, dude? Freaky deaky, dude. Oh, I see. Yeah. Spore cap spider, it's all about. I've got mushrooms on my back. Yay! Narcolepsy, yeah, I don't know about that crap. Oh, look, artwork. here's an elf shaman riding a dragon tiger thing. Wildheart invoker. That would be a lizard. Yeah, this is just like a... It doesn't. It's got doesn't have, it doesn't have claws. Wings. It has bird claws. It doesn't have wings. <laughs> Odor cleaver. Whoa. Okay. She's got to have some sort of artificial buff. I mean, come on. Uh, no, she tried to move the sword. It's now pulling her backwards. We're right. just not seeing the, <laughs> the completion of that image. That's totally the dude's knife from that video game. The what? horror one. Oh, oh, Final Fantasy. No, no. <clears throat> well, because. Actually, yeah, Final Fantasy is a role-playing thing. It, it is, and Cloud had a. I see what you're saying. Like I totally see it. Right, right. Because he shows up in that. your Kingdom Hearts. Right. I forgot about him. But no, 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 no. The one with the chick and the crazy asylum, and there's the big dude that's dragging the sword. There. Was it one of the Resident Evils? I don't Maybe. Know. I don't know. What, is, what do you think they just discovered in shared discovery? It's um, it's Marcellus Wallace's briefcase. Oh. That wouldn't be a bad thing to find. They finally figured out what was in the briefcase. Right. Oh, that's it. Does one of them have a band-aid? Is there a band-aid anywhere in this picture? Like, that would be awesome if the artist did that. Oh, I see it. Oh, oh. it's in his pocket. It's not really there. <laughs> what? Oh, wow. He's got a lot of pockets. And he's got rope. Of course he's he got rope. rope. Look well, for the rope. Well, of course it's they've got everywhere. rope. You know, the, the rope, they were climbing all over the hedrons. Oh, this you is know. back... Yeah, okay, this is before they invented hoverboards, right? Right. Yeah, Except, yeah. speaking of hoverboards... Look at the Skywatcher Adept. Oh my He's god! He's on a hoverboard. Did that's just, random. Dude, that how did that happen? Happen? I don't know. That's how that awesome. Was. You're right. He's on a but on it's a recorded hoverboard. He is. He's totally like. He, it reminds me of uh, of Flash Gordon. Ooh. You know when they're floating around on the things, the the green, the elf dudes, the not the elf dudes, but the Robin Hood dudes. Okay. I would I would so be into a Flash Gordon crossover because then you could have like Ming the Merciless. And then he could, like, tap to do one damage, so you could have, like, Ming the Ping. <laughs> <laughs> Ming the Ping. Death I'm seeing, I'm seeing Silver Surfer needing to go, having gone a little more emo and getting himself a walking stick. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, training grounds. What do you think of training grounds? It's kind of asymmetrically symmetrical. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I looked at that one, and I was like, you know, yeah, that's it's interesting, but I just... Uh, they're zapping each other. It's cool. One guy's attacking, the other guy's blocking. They're building up their strength, you know. 
I love the card. I absolutely love the card. I mean, if the, you know, you're going to put flavor in it. I mean, that's the kind of flavor I can get behind. You know, it's two wizards fighting. Okay, well, you can see that on a vase, on a cup, on a card, on a comic. <laughs> oh, but this one's got Andrathi things. All right, mm-hmm. the hedrons, the hedrons. Speaking of uh, emo, you got the blood throne vampire. Oh uh, yes, where she's like, I'm going to bite into my wrist and listen to Trent Reznor. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, the face paint's pretty epic, too. And, you know, kind of... That's, look, at it's rope. Wait, it's probably like some sort of Black Widow silk or something. This uh, this card actually scared me when I looked at it. The cadaver imp? Mm. It's one of those... It's, it's cartoony artwork to me, that. It is, it is cartoony, but it is creepy. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a little... It's a little... It's kind of... Yeah, it's weird. That's weird. You think that's weird? Pretty weird. Yeah, what? I don't think so. What? Why is that weird? I think so. What? I like this card, the Jwari Scuttler. I want to rename it to Angry Chapino. <laughs> Angry Chapino. <laughs> <laughs> Piss off ceviche. This time the Chapino feeds on you. <laughs> <laughs> this is, is the flavor text this time the crab feeds on you? Um, the flavor text is, yeah, they got a lot of meat. The only downside to eating them is that you often find human bones and body parts inside. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a flavor text. That, is, that the, is the most awesome flavor text I think I've ever heard since the last time I heard you know, all these awesome whiny people text. about Hedron Cram. Like, what gets a cram? I don't want to play cram. Cram, stupid. Give me a unicorn over cram any day. Like, Here's a freaking crab for you, lady. <laughs> <laughs> Angry Chippino. So I, I just I just was looking through a little bit further, and I'm in some of the black cards and in Inquisition. Position of Kozilek, and I got it as a foil. It's an uncommon. I'll just read it off real quick. Target player reveals his or her hand. You choose an on-land card from it with converted mana cost three or less, and that player discards that card. Now, if you look at the foil here, just go ahead and look at that foil, and you tilt that foil back oh, and yeah. forth a little bit. Notice the how eyes. the yeah the dude's eyes glow. So it, it, look look for your Inquisition of Kozilek foils because. The those, dudes those are gonna be keepers are with glowing eyes. That's what it'll say in the price guide in parentheses. Uh-huh. You know. Inquisition of Cosmic Foil, parenthesis, with glowing eyes. Yep, that's going to be the next chase oh, uncommon yeah. right there. Uh, you think? Uh, mm-hmm. just, for the, just for the foil factor. Really? Oh, yeah, absolutely. No way. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> I mean, I think it's awesome that his eyes light up like he's getting like mental electroshockage or something. Inquisition well, of Kozilek. That's like Kozilek's wife being like, where were you, what were you doing last night? Did, did you mention Trent Reznor? Because I just looked at Here. Pawn of Ulamog and I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's more Manson-y. Oh, a little bit more Manson-y. Yeah, it's yeah okay. I'm sorry. You're probably right. Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Actually, well, yeah. They are two totally different types of music. I know they're two totally different types I mean, like, one is like country and the other one's like classical. Uh, totally right. Trent Reznor is so classical. I like Seagate Oracle. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Because he's like, hey, check out what my new iPhone app can do. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, indeed. Parish the thought reminds me of what I would have liked to have done to some ex-girlfriends. Oh, yeah. Oh. Talk about skull fucked. <laughs> yes, uh, I said that. Oh, no, missed your eye. Let me try yeah. again. <laughs> Actually, I like that better. I want to replay that. <clears throat> temp, temp, oh, yeah. So what the hell is going on in Paris the Thought? Digging into the temple and drawing out the information <laughs> are, and the knowledge that sh- they're going to use against you. Yeah. Are you sure digging into the temple, or, or were, was was he trying to poke her in the eye? 
Well, he and missed. Could've, like, he could have been trying to poke her in the uh, eye. Oh, you've got some see. mascara here. And, Whoops! Whoops. <laughs> 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 and now she's crying, and it's just running down her cheek oh, and down her neck. Not too much mascara. So, so he's blinding her, and notice how close his his third arm is to her breast, mm-hmm. and he's just about to go. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> now, now on the count of three, we'll both pull back. Okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. This this might hurt a little. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it was just... Yeah. It was, you know, since I had to do the community service, I thought I'd do good things for people, but no, that didn't turn out all right, did it? Repay in kind. Another foil. Foil rare. Who is that? Is that Soren? Oh, no, that's Jimmy over on 3rd Street, and he's ready to see me. Uh-oh. Seriously, though, that totally looks like a dude I used to know. Shrivel, you'd, you'd think that in Shrivel there'd be some really cold water somewhere in that picture. Repay in kind. Shrivel yeah. should be a blue card, don't you think? <laughs> yes, Shrivel should most certainly be a blue card. <laughs> you'd have an artifact equipment called, come, like, Peckerboo or something. No, it should have come out in Ice Ages. It should have been a blue yep. spell. Shrivel. Shrivel. Yep. Giant growth. Oh no! I'm gonna bite of old Crosa you tonight, baby. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh wow! Whee! This is fun looking at cards. Okay, seen- so we're—I mean, you know—we're all being rather, you know, obligatory. I will—I—I I will say one negative thing. Uh-huh. Okay, induced despair. Now, great art, but here's the thing: is that I've noticed over the last couple of sets, there's some of these artists are starting to work in this really photo amazing realistic quality to their art like and in some cases it's warranted because you have all of these former pro players that are actually in the magic cards like ranger of eos and mm-hmm. uh who's the the blue black uh uh oh oh what's his name Arr. um i'm sorry blue black yeah where they actually card? take the players faces and stick oh. them on that's what uh meddling mage was another case when they redid meddling mage they took dude's face off the card, right. and everybody was like, oh, that's his face, you know, Ranger Vias is somebody's face. And Anyway, Induced Despair looks like the woman that I took to the prom uh, when I was a junior in high school. Oh! Look, I mean, that is seriously, or if I didn't take her to the prom, you went you, to high school with her. Look at how, you like, took amazing... took an angel to the prom? Well, aside from the, like, ripped the wings oh. off her, and just like... <laughs> I like ripping the wings off of angels! <laughs> Yes! I mean, seriously, doesn't that look like a photo? That's like some dude's girlfriend. That is like, um, I need a way to draw the angel. Oh, oh let me just take a picture oh, of your face. But it makes so much sense. You're absolutely right, because what did we all want to do when that gorgeous girl left us, when that angel left us? We would like to induce despair in her. So, yes. she felt, so she felt like she needed to be So you're looking ours. at that card and you're feeling happy. You're not just feeling despair. You're feeling vengeance. Right. Which, by the way, is, is probably one of my very favorite pieces of artwork, is the artwork on vengeance. Vengeance. Oh yeah. Or I'm sorry, Vengeance. See, I keep messing up card names. I just I should not speak about. Well, you're the newbie. It's totally Vendetta. Oh yeah, Vendetta. Yeah, Vendetta. Although you know, despair is not exactly what I'm going to be thinking about if I see large tentacles coming at me. You just like Vendetta because there's a dead elf on there. I like it because there's a dead elf on there, and there's a there's a flower, and he's got rigor mortis, and his hand is frozen in a position of going. Ooh, do you think the flower killed him? I don't know. Could be. 
Carl, Carl Kopinski, if you're out there, could you tell us, did the flower kill the elf? Um, we'd like to know if you're, if you're listening, we'd like to know, Carl. And, and this is a shout out for sure. All of the artwork in here, just to all the artists. I know I gave out, one out to Izzy, uh, Izzy, that one, that on that, uh, this, whatever it was, that counterspell. Uh, interesting, was, interesting history behind this card. This card was actually originally named Drunk Elf. <laughs> and then they had to rename it to make it a little more. I, I totally believe you. Uh, I like See Beyond, man. It's like totally gorillas style art, but it's super mystic. I feel like fully tripped out when I look at that one, man. See, that guy was actually living in Komagawa, and oh. he was he was. There you go. I'll let you look for a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or two tickets. Two tickets. <laughs> oh, which brings us to to something. Uh, well, maybe it doesn't yet. We're going to go on about cards. We'll talk about that in just a few minutes. What is the red splotch in Demonic Appetite's crotch? Wow. Yeah, that's what I want to know, buddy. Is that his root <laughs> chakra, like taking yeah. bloom right there? I'm, uh, I'm just curious. Family friendly. Hey, well, now. He... <laughs> For you? No, no, wizards. I'm just oh, saying, wizards you know, is like, a family yeah. friendly. Yeah. What are we going to do with this horny bastard? Paint his crotch red. <laughs> His junk was hanging down. Put some mist around it or something. Uh, I'm sorry, but we're going to have to send this proof back. We, we can't use this with this, uh, you know, this uh, uh, Dirk Diggler right here. We, we just can't, we can't let this Dirk go through, this Dirk Appetite. Um, we're going to rename it to Demonic Appetite. And if you could erase yeah. the penis, please. Yeah, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not a penis. That's his third horn. What are you trying to tell me here? Do I look stupid? He's horny. Can we talk about the haze frog again? <laughs> oh, haze frog! I love haze frog. Except every time I look at it, I want to lick my card. Yeah, I'm like, dude, that thing, that thing is giving off some vapors, some green, smoky vapors. So, what is his effect? Is he a purple haze he frog? He prevents all damage except his own. Right. So, like, you know, if, yeah. so licking so, the haze frog means you're not having a bad trip, man. So that's some solid shit right there, brother. That's right. So you're not getting hurt. <laughs> But if you fall on somebody, they they are not happy. It would, it would, if you fall, why did you have a bad trip? Is that why you it's, fell? No. Here's the whole funny thing. Okay, so let's decipher haze frog real quick because I don't think it actually has to do with tripping whatsoever. No, of course, I not. think that it actually has to do with being a purple haze frog. And this tells me because because it, you know it's it's got green. green smoke and then it has flash. Yeah. And what do you do with haze to get the haze? You you flash, flash it, it right? right? Okay. And then when it enters in, all of a sudden everything's kosher. <laughs> Nobody's doing anything. Nobody's harmful. Everybody's full of love. Oh, it's oh he's secondhand smoking, dude. That's what he's doing. He's doing their damage to them, so he's he's getting them messed he, up. I think he's getting ready to blow a massive smoke ring, personally. Yeah. He's just Ooh, like, oh, he's getting his throat ready? Can you imagine a frog blowing a smoke ring? Totally. How badass would that be? <laughs> that would be awesome. So, how do you feel about Terramorphic Expanse? Oh, I mean, Evolving Wilds. Right. It's Terramorphic Expanse. <laughs> Is that a functional yeah. reprint? That It's Terramorphic Expanse times two. Right, because you'd be able to play both if you want. What? Isn't Terramorphic Expanse? Oh, yes, intent, right, 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 of course. So you can actually... Now you can have eight Terramorphic Expanses in your deck. Yeah, mm-hmm. perfect fixing. It's brilliant. Yeah, I think... I, I mean, if you get a whole shit ton of them, though, I mean, it's... You know, I mean... If you, oh, I've got eight colors. Oh, I'm playing Eldrazi. I guess that's okay. Well, it might work really well Oh, no, for... you can't... This not even colors, man. You just sack it before you go on. I'm stupid. If again, you, well, if you're going to... The noob strikes again. If you're going for Prismatic, I mean, it makes more sense if you're actually running mm-hmm. a five-color deck. Oh, yeah. Than having a bunch of sack lands that you're trying to balance mana in, whereas you can set all of your lands that you would normally build and then put eight 
you know, you put the four evolving wilds and four terramorphic expanses in there, and you know you're good to go. I agree. So you got all the colors to paint with. So the trees have separated themselves and are evolving into spiky trees. Well, isn't that what he said? If you're going to draw trees, you want to make sure they're spiky. Right. No, happy, 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 happy. These trees do not look happy. Uh-uh. So, uh, so <laughs> if they're evolving, what? I mean, so Stephen Belladin obviously did not go to the Bob Ross school of painting because <laughs> these these trees do not look happy. They, they, yeah. It's a happy little cloud. No, it's a despairing tree trunk that's made of spikes. And you you want to put a smile on your death forge, shaman. You know, I really want to foil Sarkin. I'd like to foil Sarkin, too. It's called, like, Massive Burn when he hits the board. Oh. That's how I'd foil Sarkin. Yeah. But, yeah. He was pretty awesome. Oh. I don't know about his artwork. It's all right. It's kind of, uh... I, uh, I want to see that hand grabbing something. There's going to be a whole slew of people that are putting things in Sarkin's hand. Ooh, That's going to happen. So, if it happens here, ladies and gentlemen, if you take that idea right now, mm-hmm. God damn it, give credit where credit is due. That's okay. Actually, you know, you don't have to because we have the internet and everybody's I'm actually. But I'm going to be totally lazy and not do it, but I would put in his hand the flaming heart from Indiana Jones. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, that's totally perfect fodder for like a YouTube video. Like a Sarkin Vol stuff in Sarkin Vol's hand. Like, what song would you put that to? I don't like, know. You put stuff in, you can animate it. Beanie Baby would be pretty bitchin'. Oh. Beanie Baby. <laughs> Nerf football. <laughs> An orange. Yeah. <laughs> a dodgeball. A dodgeball. He needs to get up with the guard duty dude. Yeah. <laughs> so, Eldrazi, yeah, whatever. We all know that they're kind of cool looking. Uh, anything else? No. Yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, you know, there's all sorts of stuff in there, but you get some good larfs. Oh, yeah. Raymond, Raymond Swanland, here's a shout-out to the years of enjoyment in the artwork that you've been giving me over the years. Magic, thank you for uh, making it work out between you guys, uh, for him to be there as long as he has been. Lust for War. I just, I just love his artwork. I think he's one of the best artists that is on the payroll over there. Very shardy. Very shardy. Very, just, like, so much action. I love the action in there. Surreal Mentor is a trip. Yeah, that is a trip. It's like, you know, the witches. And... What's up with the spider with all the mushrooms? That's what I'm saying, dude. What's up with the Sporeback? Mm-hmm. What's up with the Sporeback? What's his name? Sporeback. Sporeback. Sporecap. Ah, Damn it, you, you, it. you trapped me they in a newbie trap. Oh, well, we're going to take a break. I'm going to kick newbie's ass. I'll all right. right back. Ding, 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 ding. <sighs> Are you aware that 41% of all Jundies are functionally illiterate? Or that 20% of all Talarians have never ever been inside the academy? Let's face it, it's time our world waked up. Woke, woke up. Wait, woke, woke and rised. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, we here at Enlightened Tutoring will provide you with the necessary skills to properly manipulate your deck. We'll teach you the hand of Emmercool bitch slap, the giant spider reach around, and the well-guarded art of tutoring your O-ring, because tutoring your O-ring is always a delightful frivolity for you and your opponent. So enroll yourself at the Enlightened Tutoring Center, where we give you the necessary means to have the necessary means. 
All right, we're back, and a newbie didn't uh, get any scrapes or bruises during the break. <laughs> I uh, was kind to him. Instead, uh, during the news, I think we're going to force him to planeswalk to Zendikar to see how it's going since Rise of the Eldrazi. How do you feel about that deal? Is that good with you? How does planeswalking work? Is it like a transporter? I mean, like, how do you, I mean, do I have to roll to die? What if I get chaos? Do I get a happy ending? No, it is, <laughs> it is, it is up to you. You know how to planeswalk. You play the game. All right. You know how to do it. I'll give it a we shot. Do I, do, do, I, do I still have to tap my heels and wear those ruby slippers? Because last time you made me wear those, I was not happy. No, that was just for us. Like, you guys are sick. So, so a couple of things before we close out the show. We want to announce uh, our contest. So, our contest for this show is going to be whoever gives us the best comment for the Rise of the Eldrazi art, as that was the topic of our show this week. Yep. Um, if, if your comment's a little bit heavy you might want to email it to us instead at dredgingforhumor at gmail.com that's d-r-e-d-g-i-n-g f-o-r-h-u-m-o-r at gmail.com and uh, that's probably the better place if you think it is you know 16 and up send it to us there Uh, we will announce the winner on the next show and what are we going to give away you're giving away two, two tickets for Magic the Gathering Online, otherwise known as MTGO. Use those two tickets to enter a draft. Perhaps buy some cards from a bot or do whatever makes you happiest. Indeed. So so please send us your comments, send us your emails, and uh, we will definitely announce your name on the show. And if we can read your comment, we'll read your comment as well. And we'll give you your two tickets. You can post message me. I am online pretty regularly in the evenings. Uh, I am, My name is The Band. So your handle. My handle. Excuse me. Sorry, you're right. I better Your use... screen name. Yeah, my screen name is The Band. Your virtual avatar. Do you have an avatar? I do. My current avatar is Anawan. Anawan? Isn't that a vampire? Yeah. It, in fact, here's what I do I with my... you're an angel guy. Well, that's true, but what I do with my avatars on Magic Online is I like to win, you know, the newest avatar and then post that avatar. It's it's kind of been my gig. Since. Is that your status symbol? It's like, happy, happy. I, I, I bested the WWW. What, is it, what does it take to win one of those things? You have to win a draft. Oh. Or right. a seal. Yeah. You can't just place, you have to win. Right, you have to win. So I won mine, and I got my Anawan. It's the only one that I think I've actually... No, I've won two. I've had two 3-0s on the rounds for drafting online. Can you have multiple ad- copies of Avatars? Sure. Oh, yeah. In fact, they sell them on the box. You can trade them on the bots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or friends. If they, are com- they are a commodity. They are a commodity. That's trippy. It is pretty trippy. Although not as much of one as they once were. Right. Right, because you can't play the game anymore. Right. Uh, whatever that I want a bot called I Don't Buy Avatars. <laughs> That's great. You should get that bot. <laughs> um, the Death of Vanguard Avatar. What is Vanguard Avatar? That was the format you used to use Avatars in. Yeah, Vanguard. Oh, used to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They don't do that anymore? <laughs> no, they all had really nice abilities that you wish you could play the game just so you could use the abilities. Magic Online, please bring it back. That was fun to play. It why makes they, the Avatars why did better. Why they yank it? Too much processing power? Too many CPU cycles? Like what? Maybe they weren't making money on it. I don't know. Uh, I mean, yeah. I don't yeah, know. But I mean... It's... How hard is it to ramp it up just a little bit to give, you know, the, the handful of people that wanted to play it and allow them to play it? Unless let's, there were a lot of people playing it. Let's get James Cameron to make a movie about it. Yeah! He'll call awesome. it. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he'll call it something. 
so the other thing that we wanted to bring up, just to, just to remember, that's two tickets for Magic Online for the best comment for Rise of the Eldrazi art. Uh, the second thing is, is that since we are wondering if we're being copied, we thought we'd copy and invite people to our clan. Yeah. Um, our clan on... Come Moda. on over to the clan! But yeah. In fact, let's not call it clans. Do, do you have to jump clans? Are there clans online? Yeah, there's there's clans. What do they do? Well, they record as a group. <laughs> well, they burn things in people's lawns. Yeah? Do they steal lawn ornaments, too? <laughs> yeah, I hate that name. That's another, that's another shout to... Not shout out, but shout at to magic. <laughs> Change the name from clan to group or family or... or Tribe? Oh That's so PC and, like, euphemistic of you. Well, whatever. I don't care. I, I just think that clan is a... There's your clan right there calling you. I, I just think that clan's a, a bad name. Yeah, I, yeah. And I, I have heard this on, on other podcasts, them them arguing for the chain. So oh my have, God, are you guys biting from other people's shows? You have That yes. one was directly cribbed, yes. Um, <laughs> cribbed, I love that uh, word. So the, uh, yeah, absolutely, though. The, the, clan, the clan thing has been, uh, it's not just one podcast saying change, change the clan thing. So, so beyond that, our clan, the uh, dude and I are both belonging to it, uh, is... We are belong to us. <laughs> we are belong to us, exactly. All your clans are belong to us. <laughs> so, <laughs> Gentlemen, make your mana. So, wow. Thank you for that. That was awesome. I totally appreciated that. I'm sure you didn't. Uh, no, I did. <laughs> I hate that when people don't believe me. Oh. Um, whatever. Because you're a bluffer. It's true. I'm a poker player, too. You can be a poker player like me. Just uh, practice by playing magic. Yeah. What's, a, what's a mental trick I can use to remember the name of Mnemonic Wall? <laughs> <laughs> how can I remember the word mnemonic? What is that? How do you, how do you, how do you keep that in your head? How do, I, I don't get it. Because it's like I can't remember what it is already. Somebody write it down. What is that? I can't read it. So as you can see, we are often into words. That leads to what our, our our clan name is. We are FN Enmity, which is spelled F N E N M I T Y. Do your kids know what enmity means? Yeah, it is. It's, I hope they do. And it's not it enmity. It's enmity. E N. It M. is E N. E N M. Yep. I think if they frequent F N M, they know what enmity is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm sure that they... At least in a guttural sense. Maybe not in a dictionary sense. Right, so if you don't know what en- enmity is, you should probably look it up. Because it, it has a lot to do with how we feel about each other. Yeah, it really does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it'll clue you into the metagame. Yes. Yes, of course. <laughs> so, so please, PM me. Once again, I'm the band. So it's T-H-E-B-A-N-D. You can post message me if I'm not on. I mean, if I'm on, you can post message me. If I'm not on, leave me a message. If you'd like to join the clan, I am the clan leader. We need more friends. Yeah, we'd like more friends. And we'd like to... We'd no, like no to I mean, get... we really need more friends. Well, sh- I mean, We're not supposed to admit that. Look, man, I took a class. All right, you're I went not, to a you're liberal not even Canadian in the clan. school. I'm not in the clan because I don't get online. You suck. Sociology 396 making friends? Yes. So, right hey. after intro to public listening. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. I thought it said pubic, so I didn't sign up. Oh, oh no. Don't. Go on. My God, it's talking about a crawl worm. We're oh. so close. Whew, crawl worm. So, so please, feel free to PM me or leave me a message if you'd like to join the clan. 
I hate that word. It just, he keeps smirking when he says clan. It's like, he thinks it's hilarious. I don't see why you guys have a problem with clan. Honestly, what's wrong with clan? Why is it funny? You're right. It's not spelled with a K, and that's all. Right, exactly. I mean, we're not Ku Klux in it here, boys. And we're not, but we're not the Clampets either. We're not the Clampets, although I have some nipple clamps that are amazing. Nipple Clampets? Yep. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Well, wow, that well, this is bubbling gold. This has been one of the hardest closers ever. <laughs> I'm liking it though. I hope you guys like it too. Uh, you could leave us a comment. That was kind of pathetic. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm kind of pathetic. It's okay. We all are to our, to our own. You know, it's true. So satisfaction. So join the clan. Come on over. We'll race. Uh, we'll race with limited resources. Clan. How many more times can we say clan? <laughs> I want to say at least twenty-seven more times. Clan. And uh well, on that note, this has been Dredging for Humor, and we hope you got a rise. Welcome to the Dredging for Humor News Minutes, where we bring you the news you won't hear anywhere else. I'm Jack the Band. And I'm the Dude. With your top story tonight, celebrity and planeswalker Gideon Jura was injured in a riding accident today when his hand whips became entangled in the spokes of his mono-white Harley Davidson. Commenting on the spot, Jura rhetorically asked reporters, Why did I turn into a creature last turn? If I'd have made you attack me, that would have hurt a lot less. Earlier this week, Sarkin Vole, among others, at the Nicol Bolas Hospital for the Insane was let loose to roam the streets again as he took place in a pre-release release program designed to allow unstable individuals who have been deemed safe for the community to reintegrate into society. When asked to comment on this pre-release release program, head psychologist Don Duglaric said, Sarkin is harmless unless provoked, so whatever you do, don't make him angry. In economic news, Jace the Mind Sculptor is dropped to about 20 bucks. You must be joking. Yeah, you still can't afford one. Well, in weather, it's raining cats and dogs since that gravity well was played last turn. In fact, it's raining angels and dragons and imps and eels. Oh, it looks like we're getting the signal from our station manager that Newbie has arrived at the plane of Zendikar and we'll be joining him live with our planar uplink provided to us by W and UBRG Artifice Technologies, ramping your mana since antiquities. Newbie, how was the walk? That was a trip. I'll bet it was. Uh, dude has done it. I've, I've never actually gone out in the field. Uh, it's okay. I'm here uh, in Zendikar, and apparently the Eldrazi have risen. Uh, we have uh, yet to see one. However, uh, expectations are high, and frankly, I think I just peed my pants. Have you noticed anything interesting or strange about the local flora or fauna? Uh, yeah, actually, the fauna is particularly interesting. There's all these little uh, rainbow, bright, eldrazi-looking spawn things running around. They're harmless, though. They're zero ones. They're not at all frightening. Holy crap! They just disappeared. What? What? Oh, oh, oh. Newbie, newbie. Eldrazi. I think I see one. Are, what did you say? Are, are you all right? I'm real cool. Uh, did you say you're all cool? No. I'm real cool. Dude, that, that's pretty presumptuous. 
What do you mean it's presumptuous? I'm looking at an Eldrazi. Oh, and that makes you cool? No. It's I'm real cool. Is, is he saying Emra cool? I, I don't know. I think he's on some kind of ego trip. Guys, he's close. Who's close? Oh, that's it. He heard you. I'm out of here. Well, we appear to have lost the signal, so I'm going to go ahead and hand it back to the dude for this episode's unofficial unset card. And this episode's unofficial unset card is... Quest for the Super Bean and Cheese. Quest for the Super Bean and Cheese is a brown enchantment. It costs two brown and a colorless, and it reads, During your upkeep... Put a bean counter on Quest for the Super Bean and Cheese. If Quest for the Super Bean and Cheese has four or more bean counters on it, you may sacrifice it. If you do, your opponent must buy you a Super Bean and Cheese, and you lose the game. Wow, you know, I'll bet that would combo great with the Chalice of Sour Cream. Well, thank you for tuning in to Dredging for Humor's News Minutes. We'd like to thank our sponsor, WNUBRG. May you always talk deck the best.
Tonight.